That fucking opening track is wonderful. You know how I was bitching about how annoying the Punisher soundtrack was? And our, our yes, claims? absolutely. This is the polar opposite. This amazing soundtrack, amazing. And we were and I, we were talking about how great the sets were on Flash Gordon. Yeah. These are natural sets, and they look amazing. Very natural. Like everything, like, it's like, wow, they must have built that. No, this shit... It, all this was filmed in Hong Kong, so all the shit's there. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's still there. It's, I, it's probably not there ago. because Beijing's probably in there wrecking it right now. Right. Um, yeah, but I was like, Griff, we got to do this. We lost a legend. Of course, I'm, I'm talking about Herman Cain. Oh, my Godfather God. Godfather Pizza. He's the Godfather of Pizza 999 deal. Of course, he was going to bring I that mean, to us. Poetic justice, you know. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to make fun of the dead or anything, but it was kind of got what was coming to yeah. him. I mean, and can you imagine? You die over that because you had to see Trump speak. Yeah, somebody a... actually brought it up. They were like, "Well, they uh, kind of traced it back to his Tulsa rally." What's your opinion on that? What do you got to say about that? And they're like, "I don't like that you're asking questions about this." A man just died. That was that was Kaylee's uh, response to that question. Well, she had no answer. Yeah. And but we're just kidding. Fuck Herman Cain. We're here to talk about John Saxon, the last of the leads in this movie. Live, I met him. You he, met him. I met him about 10, 15 years ago. I, kind of, I think I kind of pissed him off. Oh, you did? Cause well, because you, you said Mister Wopa. <laughs> no, no, you're the racist of this show, not me. <laughs> no, I, uh, I just had a question. I wasn't trying to bust his balls because I people. Like, here's the rule to busting balls, people. I want everyone to know this. You never you if if you're like a stranger, Griff can bust my balls because I yes. know him. If you're a stranger and you come busting, I'll. Cave your fucking skull in. Fuck you. <laughs> you go straight to cave skull. Yeah, people need to learn skull. that. Skull. You bust balls on friends and not strangers. Yes. So it could have. What I question I asked could have come off like a ball ball busting. But why was it? I was honestly. This is the question I asked. Yeah. He seemed kind of grumpy too. His the whatever his handler or whatever she was, she was super nice, but he was a little on edge. I think it was because nobody was recognizing him. There was no line for him. It was, this is at a comic con, by the way. Yeah. I recognize him, of course. I'm like, holy shit, it's fucking Ropa. And so I, the question I had was, because I, I know him, he's an actor. So I was like, you know, I, I, I know Bruce and Jim Kelly, they're martial artists. Like, I figure, I assumed you were you were uh, hired because you're, you're an actor. You're like yeah. a legitimate actor. Do, I mean, do you have any background in, like, martial arts? So th- that was your question? Yes. Okay. And he got a little, I mean, he didn't, like, yell at me, but he got, you could tell, he was like, how dare you question my credentials? Yeah. Because apparently, he, according to the producer of this movie, he was a legitimate black belt. I don't know. Everyone's a fucking black belt. That's the thing. That's the thing. It does. It's 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 like it was like it was like like Elvis was a fucking black belt. Yeah. I was trying to come up with a good uh, parameter for it, but yeah, it's one of those things. Expert. When it's like you could just say you're an expert on something, and there, you know, there's not always credentials to be shown for it. Black right. belt. I mean, I guess they have the belt, but still, they try to sell you on that shit. It's almost like Scientology. Well, I just told you. I saw, I watched a movie recently. We're not going to do because it, it was boring. But in the trailer, it said three time world champion. And I looked this guy up. He has no martial arts background at all. Because I was like, God damn, the action sequences sucked in this movie. How was this guy a champion? And I looked yeah. it up. He had nothing. Yeah, it was just a, it was just to sell the movie because you could do that back in there. You could just lie through your teeth. Yeah, cared. Because I always I was thinking that you know how every single martial arts movie you watch it's like starring 
world champion, whatever. Like, how many fucking world champions are there? I know. I you you basically just go down to the post office, you get something notarized, and then boom, you can award award cha- world champion right, something because well, nobody nobody checked back then. We didn't have the internet, so we had to take people for their word. Back that in the world was a lot smaller place back or lar- larger place is what I meant to say. Now it's a tiny place, you know, right. with the internet and the COVIDs and the TikToks, all these kids and their TikToks. So, so, yeah, I was fortunate. I met John Saxon. I met Jim Kelly right before he died. So oh, shit. He was okay. very nice, man. Was he still looking very sharp? He, yes. He had. He was wearing his fucking karate gi. Yeah? And he, was, he wasn't He was as muscular. He was like 60 like years old when I met him. Okay. But he was still in great shape. Like he was skinny. He wasn't fat. Okay. But he okay. just wasn't as like muscular. That's good. It's it's always sad when you see like the guys that are in their thirty forties who, you know, bulked out and everything and then they just let it go and they're wearing the girdle and they're looking like Buck Rogers and they're fucking taking thirds and fourths. <laughs> it's rough. You know what? I like Gilchard. I don't want to shit on him. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, and I know it's it just became easy. such a hot joke last right. week yeah, that No, it was good. Yeah. We were killing. We were on fire. Yeah. But I don't I mean, Gil Gerard, you're listening, no you are. You're okay in my book. You oh, were yeah. one of my childhood heroes. No, I loved it. You you killed it in that show. You you were very akin to a Shatner in Star Trek. I loved it. Like, right. you camped it up, you hammed it up, and I was eating that ham camp. Murray, I got to ask, because we ask you this question every single time we do any of these movies with any kind of tournament outfit, this is the big daddy of them all, isn't it? Because he's got his own fucking island for inviting people to come kung fu fight for him. Right, well... This is my dream. This is this the is dream. the dream. Okay. Yes, they have my own island. Okay, but I, am I crazy? I was getting a lot of Epstein vibes off this place. I think Epstein's dream was to have an island. I think. Do we know if Epstein had fights to the death on his island as, while they were fucking underage girls? Uh, I I gotta imagine they said that there's hard drives and video footage of all of this. So. I'm sure that's exactly what was happening. And they're probably keeping all the footage for themselves. They're probably working on the greatest Netflix documentary. They want like $4 billion or something for it. I have to imagine that's what he was doing there. You saw how big that island was too based on the maps. Epstein might have just been at the north end of that island. So maybe it's that's like – That's just where they fuck underage kids on that side. Yeah, trafficking – fighting is on the other side. Yeah, trafficking trafficking on the north end, you know, kung fu fight fighting on the, on the, on the south, south end. end. Yeah. yeah. So but it works. Th- this is this is the big daddy. This is what right. you're working this towards. This is yes. I've achieved all I can achieve if I have my own island where I can have people fight for my amusement. Yeah, yeah. That's and, it. Yeah, I want to be Mr. Han. Oh man, would you? I want to have both my hands though. I was gonna say, would you? <laughs> have to lose a hand. Yeah, I always remembered him losing two. I was surprised that he only had one. And I saw the movie. Like we were just going to point out, this we saw this movie on the big screen last time we saw. It, obviously, before we reviewed it. Yeah. We saw this on the big screen last year. Yeah. Was, you, me, and Hair Metal Sean, I think. Yes, was. he was. Was Mike he was with, there us? with us? Uh, Mike was not. Okay. But that was, I think that might have been the last movie I saw in theaters. And what a fucking good time. This movie just gets you pumped. It's so good. It does. It's, it's got, like, it's, it's as simple as all action movies. And you get, you get plenty of Bruce Lee kicking and shit. And you were actually telling me a little behind the scenes he does all of his cookie. Uh, what, what, what do you call the fortune cookie <laughs> philosophy? He wrote, yeah. Well, originally the original. I think most of the release that we all the release that we all know is what we're going to talk about. But the original U.S. theatrical cut had all the philosophy stuff removed. You're like, oh, I was, was round eyes. We're not going to fucking understand That's that shit. That's insane to think of, though, because like. You, this movie has. They needed ninety minutes, Griff. They and needed, this, yeah. Well, they went over that. They right, went up to exactly. hundred minutes. Exactly. They had to cut out that shit to get oh, to ninety minutes. Gotcha. 
But it was it was so good because Bruce Lee obviously he's bringing the kung fu. But if you don't have the philosophy and the lines in there, and then of course he's got great facials. He's always making great. Fa- Everyone's making great faces in this movie. Right, it's a movie They're of selling. great facials, and yeah. of course. There's people getting facials, you know, getting their face, you know, covered and pores emptied out or whatever that is. And then, of course, there's that scene where Williams has his way with a few women and there's some facials. There. There's varying forms of facials in this movie is what I'm trying to say. But there's yeah. so much. Those lines are needed. It sell, helps sell Bruce Lee. Well, yeah, that's what he wanted. I mean, he all those lines he wrote himself. If I didn't already say that. And, uh, yeah, I guess they were like, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> let's pop. Let's just pop them back in there. It was. It was great. I'm, I'm glad trying we got to think. You th- I don't. There's probably like an old Shaw Brothers movie that has it, but this. You think this is the first, at least, American kung fu movie that had a tournament? Does wow, this, was this like? Did this set the, so, the precedent for tournaments? It might have been. I, I. I know. I don't think we've covered one, but then again, this might be the oldest movie we've covered. Well, uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe some of the black exploitation might be a year or two older. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Dang, there definitely wasn't a tournament in those black exploitations that I can think of. So no. there, yeah, well, there was some martial arts in the Rudy Ray movie, but martial arts, but not a tournament. That's what you and, were I, and I'm, I have another question we'll get into later about did Rudy Ray influenced this move or did Bruce Lee invent this move? That, we're going to talk about. I'm glad because I put that in the notes because I was really right. wondering that. I'm really wondering that somebody they definitely took it two different ways. It's like two different amazing guitarists. You know, they could play the same notes, but they. Add their own flair to it. It's wonderful. Okay. Well, you it. know what? Uh, we got a lot to get to, so why don't we just get to this trailer? We're going to exit our rambling, and we're going to enter the dragon. Roper, Williams, and Lee, the deadly three, penetrate the secret chambers of an evil island empire. What do you know about Han? He lives like a king on that island. Totally self-sufficient. A fortress without walls, protected by an invincible army that needs no ordinary weapons. This is Enter the Dragon, the first martial arts film produced by a major Hollywood studio. John Saxon is Roper. He was in it for the money. U.S. karate champion Jim Kelly as Williams. He was there because he had no choice. Black Belt Hall of Fame undisputed martial arts champion and international film star Bruce Lee. His job was to get them out alive. I'm hoping you'll join us, represent us in the United States. You want me to join this? Roper, Williams, and Lee. Just when they think they've broken the secret of the island, they find there is no escape from the inscrutable Han. Warner Brothers presents Enter the Dragon, where the world's greatest martial arts athletes meet the ultimate challenge with the most ancient and deadly of weapons, the human body. Enter the Dragon from Warner Brothers. Welcome back. Great trailer as usual. I wonder if they use the same song. Hopefully they didn't. Hopefully. I mean, we had to listen to Queen like 15 times last week. Just that don 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 Bruce Lee. Uh, I like I like I like it. So right. right right off the bat, we're right into action. I want to I was shocked cuz I haven't seen this movie in a while, a year. Uh 
this movie is star studded. I'm going to point the stars out as we go along. Like Don't. these people, these are like this is like the, there's so many guys who went on to be big martial arts stars. Right oh, off yeah. the bat, we got Sammo Hung who fights Bruce in the opening fight. Sammo did a lot of movies with Jackie Chan. Okay, he had the show Martial Law that I'm sure we'll do a tippy tap of eventually. I was watching Martial Law before he got here. That was Sammo. <laughs> I did not recognize. So it was like was the most famous thing is he's a fat guy who can fight. Yes. So that was usually the characters. He would be in comedy kung fu movies. Yeah. He's all straight action in this one. He's still fat, but well, he's kind of he's out of shape looking. Yeah. He's he's not not Dusty Rhodes. He's carrying a couple of no Dusty Rhodes. That's (laughs) for sure. He might be Janela level, probably a little slimmer yeah. than Janela. Or do you think he's about a Janela? <laughs> he's, he's a he's a jelly. Janella. We got we got to throw in an AEW slight yeah. every week, all right? You know they they yeah. completely fucking trashed the show this week, <laughs> so of course we've got to shit on them. So <sighs> like we got the Skittle monks. You know, all the different oh, yeah. colors. I love when they do this. American Ninja, like, three or four, I think, did this. Maybe I'm... Two. Two. Where you get you get the... This was color-coded monks. I fucking love it. So I we're think. at the Shaolin Temple. Yeah. And Bruce is... He's got, a, he's got a job, motherfucker. He's got to show his shit right off the bat. You know, Bruce ain't playing. Yeah. So Bruce, of course, is, as, I, as I always fight, fucking banana hammock. Yeah. Leg warmers. Some of those little slippers that dudes wear. Yep. And some Conor McGregor gloves. Conor, oh, you're not. You were telling me that this was the last scene that was shot, yeah. and then they just popped it in the front to give it some more action. Right, so. and rumor has it Conor McGregor disease is what killed Bruce Lee. Yeah. We talk about in our Batman and Robin episodes, a file. I don't, I don't wish my worst enemy gets Conor McGregor disease. I mean, I'd rather you die COVID than We've never McGregor. seen... Uh, Bruce Lee fight with gloves on before. So right. the only reason... Stage, that's stage one. Yeah, the only reason he fought with gloves and his opponent as well was to hide the fact that he was starting to come down with Conor McGregor. Right. So that that's a little sad. But you know what? I will say his ass is still... Ass is still looking very flesh. Flesh? What is happening <laughs> with know. my brain right now? It's not even hot like last know. week where my brain was all over yeah. the place. But there, there's a nice little ass jiggle in there, and I noticed this ass jiggle because that's the same glinty ass jiggle I see John Claude stuff in every one of his movies. I noticed a, a tasteful amount of glute gloss going on on the yeah. cheeks. Nice shine. But, I don't know how much jiggle he had because Bruce like had probably what dude, one ounce of body fat that, on his And body? I found the one ounce. <laughs> it's his butt, butt cheek, butt? left oh, butt cheek. I thought it was all on Samo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this though because they're they're like doing a kickboxing, some kind of martial arts, but at the same time they're wrestling. They're because he does like one of the one of the lightweight wrestler moves where he like gets the guy in a pin where he gets his arms like locked up from behind him and then he rolls him over on his shoulders and makes him say mate. Well, you no, know, he he puts him in an arm bar. I mean, ju- it was an arm bar, but it, I've seen people use it as a pin as well. And you're right. What did you say, mate? Was that mate. the word? I don't know. Say mate. Um, yeah, because we want to point out, you know, we we love Bruce as much as everybody else, but this motherfucker does not sell at all. It's all ass kicking or nothing. Bruce never gets hit. Mm-hmm. Never. You okay. Know, he gets hit, but it's one of those. Scratched. He like he does one of those snaps where he like it'll he'll go with it, but then he'll snap right back and he'll be fired up. You know, the, you, the late time revival where they get all yeah. fired up and they're like, oh, I'm undefeatable now yeah i mean i think i think if he had lived he would have learned that you got to sell a little because yeah. you got to build that drama like maybe you know, it's like rocky rocky gets his ass kicked the first half of the fight yeah and he comes back 
But he was good on the mic, so at least he's got that going for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he just destroys Samo, and then they do a little... They work this out pre-fight. The black uh, monks, they're like... They join hands, and then Bruce just does a fucking flip over him to mm-hmm. show off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, they high, he high-fives him while he's flipping. Yeah. Looks about a stage of something I see every week. And then he's got to meet up with the master, the guy running the Shaolin Temple, and he's just he's rattling off his own philosophies. Yeah, he's not just learning how to fight and how to appreciate nature and everything. He's also learning how to speak in cookie cutter. Cookie fortune. Fortune cookie. Fortune Well, well that's the thing, Griff. That was the whole point of Bruce wanting to get across. Like it's not martial arts isn't about beating people's asses, even though he enjoys doing it in this movie throughout. Yeah. Clearly. It's about the philosophy. And he's 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 right now in this moment he's just the student learning from his master, and he he just says and this is gonna this is gonna be a little back to foreshadowing. He lays this line on it's like destroy the image and you will break the enemy, mm. and it's just like you hear a gong go off and he's like oh shit you really got to th- think that one over chew on it but uh. Moment later, he breaches the, this new subject. Han has gone well, the wrong. Well, this Englishman shows up. I didn't think the Englishman showed up already, but yeah, Englishman. Well, he's like he's like what's his name? Breath Braithwaite. 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 That's fucking. I'm yeah. gonna fuck that up all. Fuck. Yeah. Thankfully, he's hardly in it, so I won't fuck it up that much. Yeah, he's no. He's like he's waiting for you because yeah. Bruce has just been here learning shit. And Bruce is kind of disgusted. He's like, oh, I don't want to deal with these round eye motherfuckers. <laughs> and they're like, Han. And then his ears perk up. Okay, I'm listening. I'll go check him out. And we learn that Han, the villain of this, do you think he got hired because he looked like Richard Nixon? He's like Asian Richard Nixon. You're right. <laughs> I there was something about him, and I love how he slicked his hair back and everything. I love how it was like bozo when he was fighting. Yes, it was. Yeah, it flipped over. Yeah, I but like. I it. think yeah because the Watergate was going on around this time, so I think that was a little subtle kind of political commentary there. Yeah. And Han used to be in the in the Shaolin Temple, and he went rogue. Yep. And he's just like, I'm going to do things my way. He's dishonoring the, the temple. He's dishonoring his people. He's dishonoring everybody. So that's why his master wants him to talk to this Braithwaite guy. Yeah. So Lee heads over. He sits down with Braithwaite. He's offering him tea because, you know, that's what they're going to do. They're going to just drink some tea and talk. Well, talk. you know, if you're talking to an Englishman, you got to You got to have tea, tea yeah. yeah. So Braithwaite's begging him, look, we need you there. We saw I, – I see that you got the McGregor hands on. and You only got so much time left. We only, you only got so much time left. We only have so much time left. And I, I love this because Bruce won't even, won't even sell that he's listening to a human being. He's just staring off and, you know, noticing birds the and everything. The beauty of forests. Yeah. And so then he looks uh, Braithwaite straight in the eye and he's like, I have to go train Lao. He just gets up, and he, this kid walks over. Right, so now it's it's like a whole 180. He was the, the student in the last scene. Now he's the master. Yeah. So this young boy shows up, and he's training him. And he's not only is he training this kid how to kick properly, he's just f- fucking ODing this kid on, <laughs> on knowledge. Yeah. And he says one thing that I, I swear I have to do. At least every other podcast, I have to stop it and and set Griff straight and go, Griff, 
emotional content. Oh, I geez. need you to bring emotional content to our podcast. Oh my god, I'm always getting lost. Like I, you know, we'll go outside sometimes. It's dark by the time you know we get done with this podcast. We pour so much time into. It. We start at two o'clock in the afternoon. By the time. It's dawn, it's 10 o'clock, and we go outside. Murray points up at the you know, the stars and the moon. And, and he here immediately I, looks at my finger. I'm, immediate, I'm looking at your finger, and don't lose the moon and all that beauty for your finger. I always get lost in it. But not only does he say that, he, he just blow, it blew my mind so much. I don't even want to fuck it up with like my interpretation. Yeah. I, I just want you to hear it straight from Bruce's mouth. Your whole life can revolve around this. I understand, but let me ask you something very important. Is this half full or half empty? It's, it's kind of dirty. Full. It looks like it's got ashes in it. Is it half full or half empty? Half full. Yeah. What no, are... It's water. Yeah, sure. Oh, Bruce, that, you've gone beyond the fortune cookie with that one. Be like water, bro. That's what Be, it's all about. Mm. Mm. Exactly. So... <sighs> I don't even think he goes back over to Braithwaite. He, I think he, it just cuts to that the the credits after that. It does. It yeah. goes. Wait, tell the kid to feel. Yeah, don't. You got to make sure to throw in the feel. Oh, <laughs> And then we go right to the, and we get that great fucking that we just opened the, the podcast with. <laughs> and we see the beautiful Hong Kong, and you know. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a travel footage for Hong Kong. It's like come to Hong Kong, look at all this cool shit. It's awesome. I love this opening, the song. We we ended up listening to the whole opening song when we were just getting ready for this because it's it's just awesome. It's inspiring. It's inspiring, and it's and know awesome. what else is inspiring? Jim Kelly because it's not great enough that we have Bruce Lee. We get the man himself, Black Belt Jones, Jim Kelly. Where's we we just see this. Burgundy bell bottoms in the screen, yeah, and then this burgundy jacket with this yellow turtleneck. Oh, it's beautiful! And then this most beautiful afro I've ever. He, Jim Kelly, had the most perfect afro. It was just super round. Oh, it's so good. He's killing it in this movie, and he's just like he arrived in Hong Kong. He's checking things out. Yep, yep. And then we see fucking sadly departed fucking John Saxon as Roper, the little the devilish rogue. He arrives with fifty fucking. Uh, pa- uh, baggage, ba- <laughs> suitcases, suitcases. I was gonna say luggage, but that's the plural of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's got fifty thousand like suitcases <laughs> because he, you know, he's got he's got he's styling too. Everybody's got style out the ass in this movie. So th- th- this was kind of like our montage to show like some of our other side characters before we go back to Lee, and he's with uh, I, I want to call him Brahala there, Bra- Bra- Braith Braithwaite. And they're like in his uh, study room or his little fr- film room, and they were studying right. like how you beat the seventy-four dolphins. And now they're going to switch over to uh, some of the background on Hans Island, right. and uh, they watch. Uh, they get to see some video. They have all this video. It's weird how they got all this video because who was recording things Satellites. this this nonchalantly back in seventy-three? But they've got all kinds of footage of O'Hara. And he's a, he's this gnarly looking dude. He's kind of a Chuck Norris looking dude in the seventies. Got right. the big bushy hair, had a beard going. Just Bob, played by Bob Wall, who uh, he was a legitimate uh, karate master and a friend of Bruce Lee's. Oh, okay, okay, cool. And yeah, we're seeing him break having boards being broken over him. Fuck breaking boards. Anybody can do that. Can you have a board broken over you? Yeah. So they're just smashing. For, I whoever that. 
the guy who's doing the smashing, he's from one of the movies we've seen. I've recognized that guy. I can't like <laughs> point it down, but he's like an Asian guy with a little mustache. Yeah, and he's just slapping two by fours across his chest, and he's just brushing it off. I like I like that they got hacksaw uh, Jim Duggan's in there. I didn't know he was you know really at large at those times, but hacksaw probably got his whole image from O'Hara. That might have been it. That might have been it. And he's like, uh, "This is footage before he got his scar." I'm like, "Scar? Hmm, what's scar? Going what? On here? What? And he's fucking karate chopping flaming bricks. He's just doing Dude, everything. I love the cutaway when he chops through the bricks and it just dun dun dun, and then they go back to our little study here, and he's like, "No." Han is doing this whole, you know, uh, he's got drug trafficking, he's got women coming in and out, but the main thing he's got going on is he's got a school, a whole school of Kinjite arts. We still haven't figured out what that means. We don't know what Kinjite arts it are. It sounds sinister. But it sounds sinister as fuck. But he's but, like, our only way in is through this tournament. And yeah. you're, the, you're the best martial artist. You're the only guy who could fucking pass mustard to even get on this fucking island. I, I didn't get that. Is this... I'm assuming this is invitation only. How did Bruce get on? Did they steal an invitation from somebody? That's a good point. I have no idea how. Maybe it's not invitation. Maybe it's just. <laughs> if you can find it. Maybe it's word it. of mouth, but it's like super. Much you know, like the sweet. Kumite. Yeah, like Frank Ducks. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, you know, hey, drug. It, that's, drugs is fine when you're killing Asian people. But we found a, a dead white girl. And you know. if. Yeah. When a, an attractive blonde white girl goes missing, the world stops. Yeah. And one of them washed ashore. So, of course, we did an autopsy on her. And how do you think she died, Bruce? Drowning? <laughs> yes. Thank you, Bruce. You, you were just really deep in thought. You were lost I was, there. I was fucking being like water. <laughs> you were being like water. No. She OD'd. I like that they even had a zoom in of like well, she needle had track marks. marks on her wrist. And yeah, they were really fucking her up. Yeah, and then on you know where you expect in the elbow, and yeah, and then they're like, we can't have that. We they could kill a million Chinese for all I care, but you kill one, especially an attractive white woman. Yeah, we will rain nuclear hellfire on your island. So I like that they do this too. Bruce like brings up uh, in sci-fi. There's always the one line to explain why something is the way it is. So of course he goes, ah, I've got it. I'll bring a gun. And he's like, ooh, that's the thing. No well, guns. His whole thing is, why isn't anyone to shoot him? Yep. Why don't you just do that? Can't do that. Because he had he had an experience. We're not going to go into it. Yeah. But he had traumatic experience. He's got PTSD, heavy PTSD about <laughs> guns. I think it was like a firework went off and scared him. Yeah, and probably he probably peed yeah. himself in front of his buddies. And yeah. Can't, so you like, can't be a badass if you pissed right. yourself. So he's like, no guns are ever allowed on this island. Not sure how they would figure it out, but don't worry about that. So as an audience, Bolo pats you, Bolo yeah. pats you down. Yeah, Bolo pats you down. I like. That it. I love job. that Bolo is in this, and Bolo is Bolo. So he's look, look, no guns. You're, you you got to go by yourself, and but don't worry, we'll be monitoring their radio signal. So if you if you can find it, send out a message. We will come. Oh, and of course, you, there is an operative that we got out there, but we haven't heard from her in uh, a few months now, I believe it was. Right. So be on the lookout for Mei Ling. I think he gets a picture of her, too. Yeah, he does show her picture. Yeah. So this is when uh, we finally do a cut, uh, a flashback, and we're going to well, we see, we see, Yeah, we see uh, Bruce. He's in like a boat in Hong Kong, and he has a flashback. So yeah. you get that blurry, the old school flashback thing. They don't do that anymore. They you really bring don't. That back. Yeah. And we see it's like uh, it's his sister Su Lin, and we 
We don't know if it's his dad, it's his master. There's an old Asian guy with her. He does call him old man, which okay. translates pretty well to dad, but... Or just old man. Or just old man. It could be either, yeah. And they're just chilling on this island that apparently is adjacent to Han Island. Yeah. <laughs> and O'Hara and his buddies, they got... They're like, it's like shore leave. They got to get the fuck out. You know, maybe this, is, maybe this is Whore Island. I don't know where you go to get laid. Well, maybe they were picking up more ladies from that, town. That could be true. You know? Because as soon as they see Sue Lin, another future superstar, and played by Angela Mao, who uh, was the, like, female... Uh, action, like, I think... The number one, like, 70s female karate chick from, like, all the Shaw Brother movies. So, oh, okay. Another superstar. And uh, uh, O'Hara likes what he sees. And he's like, hey, we could use her on the island. Yeah. And uh, old man is like, run, go. I will handle this. <laughs> and he, like, all of a sudden, he flicks out, like, a fucking switchblade. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's like, I don't know any of that kung fu shit. Not because I'm Asian, I got no kung fu. I like that. That was just breaking stereotypes. So he just goes straight in with that knife and goes right for the eye. Yeah, he goes right for the eye. And a minute ago, we were, we saw okay, we've seen O'Hara twice already at this point, and now we're seeing him without the scar again. So we're like, how did he get that scar? Well, right, and he's so beautiful, answered. and to see that face ruined by that scar, oh, it, it, it really is. And he just freaks the fuck out. And not a much... I don't think he does anything. He just, they just start running after Sue Lin. I want to imagine they picked up old man and broke his back, but apparently they didn't. <laughs> they just like, all right, see you later, dude. Uh, we're going to go catch your daughter there and just have our way with her. I think that oh, was the Make plan. her OD. That's what I never got because I think... This wasn't, wasn't everybody planning on raping her? Why does O'Hara get like singled out? Yeah, I, I don't get that. Because it's like, it's like eight guys chase after her, and then we get a long scene where they're chasing her. I mean, it's interesting. they got nice camera shots, yeah. and they're going all around this little village. It, it was good. There's lots of good stuff happening there. And she's kicking everybody's ass, by the way. Yeah. So she can handle herself. She doesn't need her brother. She's she's using, like, um, she's, like, hiding behind walls and, like, kicking people as they run by. So she's using everything to her advantage. And uh, But then, of course, she runs into a house, like an abandoned house. It's just it, like, uh, what do they call them? A, a hoarder was living there. It was like a warehouse. It was on the docks. We always say nothing good happens on the docks. Well, God damn it, man. An island is just docks, isn't it? <laughs> right. So, of well, course. Well, you go inland. I mean, I, apparently there wasn't enough She inland. didn't learn. She's not. She doesn't listen to this. If, People, stay away from the docks. Holy shit, I got an idea for your uh, tournament island where you're going to have your kung fu tournaments because you get a, you're you going to have a small enough island. You're going to have docks here. You're going to have the abandoned factories here. Maybe like a coal mine or something. Coal mine? I don't know where Wait, coal So it's like a running man situation? Right? Kind of, different. kind of. But they're... It's kind of, I'm thinking like Street Fighter, where you have the different stages. I don't know. Stages. I've always had the perfect like arena set in my mind, so I don't know if I can go outside the box. Well, I hope like to hear that. about it one day, because yeah. I know you don't it's, have well, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's constantly changing, and like, you know, I get inspired by other things. Yeah. I want, to, I, I want to believe that you have just like pages of drawings I of do. these. <laughs> and I wake up in the middle of the night, and I got to just draw this like, oh, this here. And, <laughs> So, so Sulin's so cornered. She's cornered. Uh, apparently, she she missed the thing where there's windows. I mean, it's like, Sulin, come on. You live on this. I'm assuming you live on this island. Yeah, I didn't understand. It doesn't matter. So they break through the windows. She's surrounded by all these guys, and she's like, no round eye 
is going to fuck me. Yeah, it looked like for a minute there she was like looking for an escape, and then O'Hara walks in through the door, and he's got that fresh fucking wound just bleeding out, and she's like, yeah, fuck this. So she grabs a shard of glass and just impales herself. Whew. So uh, Bruce, before he heads off to Hong Kong himself, you know, he's got to go visit her grave and ask for her forgiveness because he's about to go do some dirty deeds, uh, dirt cheap, because they're not going to pay him. You're right. Braithwaite's like, we got no money. We have no actual backup. We're just here for moral support. Well, when they heard O'Hara, he heard O'Hara. He threw that out there. Because he knows Bruce has some unfinished business with O'Hara. Yeah. I don't know how he knows. I don't know how he did, because Bruce didn't even know that yet. Because he <laughs> yes. he talked to Old Man afterwards, and Old Man informed him. Yeah, can him, we just point out how fucked that is? Like, oh, by the way, you remember your sister died three years ago? Here's the story. I was involved. I actually started the shit. Yeah. Uh, we could have talked our way out of it, but it, sorry, I mean... And if you, while you're on Hans Island, if you have a couple across a man with a giant scar, I did that, and he killed your sister, so maybe... Well, she killed herself. Come on, let's not blame the thing. Yeah. Let's blame the victim, Eric. <laughs> All right, so as we're, as we just did with Bruce, and we had his flashback as he was on the little paddle boat, we gotta go into Roper's flashback. All right, flashback upon flashback. So we we learn that Roper he's this dashing rogue he's got but he's a fucking degenerate gambler. He just he reminds me so much of a Bond. It's probably what they were going for. Like I mean, this I, whole movie was trying to go for an Asian Bond. Okay, yeah. yeah, it worked. I it fucking killed it. Yeah, and so yeah, he's like betting on everything. He's like, I bet I can make this putt. I bet I can do this, and he's losing every fucking time. Oh yeah. And you can tell he's he's got he's a man of means. He's got like a hot black chick who's like his assistant. He's yeah. got a fucking phone on their golf cart, which in 1973 is pretty fucking some fly. Caddyshack level, you know, golf accessories here. And I I get I didn't get this scene either because he 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 misses the putt. This just goes to show how many people are after him. That's what it, he was. Well, chipping. no, but I don't understand why he hits. He misses the putt and then he just hits it into the fucking rough. I don't. He was chipping, Murray. Come on, you just you're that unaware of golf. What do you mean chipping? He was chipping. He's on to the, green. the green. No, he, no he was on the fucking green. I he, saw the fucking uh, flag, dude. He chipped it from the woods onto the green. No, 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 no. He putted first, and then he. I don't know what. That's why, I was, that's why I'm confused by it. I didn't know what the hell you know happened what? after that. Maybe he just. Did need- it, I'll, I'll, you know what? We'll just compromise. It went rolled down the hill and went into the rough, all right? Even though it clearly was like a foot away from the hole. If we're just going to reimagine scenes, he was going in the woods to take a leak. So oh. he gets over to the woods to find his ball. And it just so happens that three more fucking goons are waiting for there, and they're they're expecting their payday too. They he owe, owes everybody. He owes everybody. There was fifteen large. They owe. And these, he owed them. these guys are just doing their job. They're just money collectors. Yeah. Like, come on, we got to break your fucking in back if you don't fucking give us the money. And, and guess what, Griff? You're saying he's looking for his balls. So he found his balls. He found his balls for sure because he fucking wipes these guys out. And so, he comes back on the green. He's like, hey, baby. I got. I got to sign me up for that tournament they're talking about. I got to make some scratch right fucking now. <laughs> so then we go back to our nice little Hong Kong, uh, you know, bay where we're rowing. Williams. We haven't had enough fucking flashbacks. Yet. These are quick flashbacks, though. We're no. even doing a pretty quick well, job, except for thing. getting confused. 
we know everything we know need to know about these guys in their flashback. Unlike now, it'd be an hour. We'd yeah. spend an hour on Roper's back. Oh yeah, no, we would have got this movie, and then afterwards we would got Mister Roper's movie. That would have been three hour, uh, you know, origin story, and then we got Williams, and it would have been like a ninety minute. Well, Mister Roper's story. origin stories. He doesn't want to fuck Mrs. Roper. <laughs> We're talking about Three's Company, right? Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> And so, yes, so now Williams, played by Jim Kelly, he's at his Black Power Dojo, and they're just, like, punching pictures of white people. (laughs) 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 I can't blame him. This is is a fucking fucked up time. This is civil rights there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And he's talking to a guy, like, you know, like, he's getting ready to go, and they're, like, congratulating him, like, hey, win, win it for us, you know. And he walks out, and as soon as he steps out, he, he's – I've heard of being, like, pulled over for driving while black, but walking while being black? Yeah, he's just leaving the dojo. He's looking great, by the way. He's looking like a million dollars. He's not, you know – cops always be like, well, you're wearing a hooded sweatshirt, so you look like a thug, you know? Well, he thought his afro was a hood, but it's <laughs> like, no, it. it's my afro, motherfucker. You know what? I noticed in the background there was a little kid who tipped him off, a little black kid named Herman Cain. He's eating a piece of pizza. Eating a slice of pizza. <laughs> so the typical racist cops, hey, boy, what you doing? What do you got a passport for? Where are you going? Man, these actors might have been racist themselves. The way they hit that boy <laughs> was just so pungent. Says he's going to Kong Kong via Maui. You ain't going to Maui, boy. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, the fuck I ain't. And he just destroys these guys. He he kicks him i'll give them credit though they didn't go for their guns they were yeah. they, they were gonna just beat them with this the is sticks. true this is true they were just like let's let's uh engage in a little fisticuffs with this with this hoodlum we'll stand our ground with our billy clubs with our billy clubs and if he bests us then we'll go our own way <laughs> and he bests them and then williams goes his own way by jumping in their car and taking off in a cop car i'm pretty sure when we saw this in the theater you know uh the redford theater they were like guys there is some language in here that does not exactly agree with our times but of course it's still in the movie so let's be adults but when this scene happened do you remember the audience all clapping yeah well it was, it was a, a it cheerful was, moment was a triumphant scene. a couple people yelled out all cops are bastards it was it was some people said blue lives matter it was you got the got, lobby was got, a little interesting it, it at the intermission tense. let's say that <laughs> so there you go that's all we need to know about all these guys so roper is go- a generic gambler Williams is a black guy, and <laughs> Bruce wants oh, for revenge. Oh, we're doing him dirty now because we're just playing no, a little down to just, just being a Well, that's the way they showcase. I know, it. I know. So all right. they're all in these like tiny boats, meeting up on a bigger boat to go to Han Island. Yeah, and we actually join them as they are all getting on like the big boat to go to Han Island. Right, and uh, immediately like Williams is already on the boat. He reaches down no, and helps op- Roper up. Opposite, opposite. Roper is on the boat and helps Williams, helps Williams up. up. Okay, so these two know each other. He's probably got gambling debts. Well, with they were in Nam together. Oh, they were in Nam. I- That's what he says. Oh. I remember about back? He's like, I haven't seen you in five, six years oh. since back in Nam. Oh shit, I missed. So they that. were fucking karate fucking people up in Nam. I can't imagine what that looked like. Oh, that'd be cool. That and they're all. You know, they're okay. Now I want the origin story because <laughs> I want to see them doing kung fu and fuck. In Vietnam, and they're like, "Hey, man, it's great to see you. Who's that guy over there?" They notice Bruce, and like, I have no fucking clue. Oh uh, well, Bruce just looks—he's uh, just got that air of uh, importance to him. Whenever right. you see him in the background of a shot, you're like, "Oh shit, what's going?" But that's on? why he was a star, exactly. And then there's this fucking douchey-looking guy who's like punching the air constantly, and like 
Parsons, that fucking douche. Oh, he's God here. Damn. He made it here from New Zealand. Don't ever say anything bad about Filet of the Concords or he will fucking attack you. Dude, I got to say, when I was over in New Zealand, Diamond Dozen, these types, in their fucking three-piece suits, just throwing punches. I was in this fishmonger just trying to get some lovely, lo- lovely uh, kingfish, and this guy was just jabbing behind me. It was, it was ridiculous. It was just like this scene. I would have kicked his ass. Diamond bro. Dozen. Well, I said, I'm like water, sir, and I slipped right out. <laughs> okay. And, like, yeah, uh, so, Roper's like, man, I'm excited, man, because Han lives fucking large. Yeah. And then we get we get some nice social commentary from Williams. He points out this, like, community of, like, boat people. He's like, don't look like they're living too large. Yeah. Because the ghettos all look the same. <laughs> Stink! So we're we're... Kind of on the boat. You can see Roper. He, his face is going long. He's bored as shit. He's, like, figuring out how he can bet on, like, how big the waves are or something. He's, he's like, how? constantly. He's, like, anything. He's, like, did somebody say bet? Bet? Because he hears this, like, you know, bet. And he's, like, somebody say bet. He's licking his lips. Yeah. He's, like, he's, he's, he's degenerate. He's, like, watching the guy cut tomatoes. He's, like, I bet I can bet on how fast <laughs> I can cut that tomato, you know. But don't worry. He hears a ruckus finally. And so he runs over to it. And it just so happens that Lee is sitting there squatted over. And, uh, yeah, this whole gang is surrounded by a couple. I actually found one of these in my garden the other day. Uh, a couple praying mantises. And they're betting on the praying mantises fighting. And right, right up Roper's like, I'm in. I'm with the odds. A million to one. $100. Yeah. Well, he, Bruce goes. He offers. He's like, five to one. And then his eyes light up. He's like, you're on. <laughs> I got you, Chinaman. He's like. All right. Because Bruce, of course, Bruce bet on the smaller praying mantis. Yeah, yeah. Lee, of course, goes for the big one. And fucking Roper. Not Lee Roper. Roper is like, come on, come on. He's just all into it and shit. And then, of course, he fucking loses. Yeah. And he's like, you mysterious man. This, this, is, <sighs> this isn't over. Here's your money. This wasn't a praying mantis fight. This was a fucking mud show. That was bullshit right there. That spot where he just stood there and waited for it to catch. No, that's bullshit. He's like, I'm gonna win that money back. Yeah, He's like whatever the fuck. You don't, I don't grip that hundred too too hard because I'll I'll get it back. Well, that's going on, fucking New Zealand Parsons. He's just pushing around all the fucking workers. Yeah. Guy's just like, hey, man, I'm trying to get people tangerines. What yeah, the fuck? He's, he's walking around with a tangerine. Like, come on. Who doesn't want a tangerine? We're out in the salty sea. It's a fucking hot day. Need a nice tangerine to cool down. And fucking New Zealand. That's guys. what Bruce is saying. Is it Bruce? He's the, he's like, I'm not going to get involved. I'm here for a mission. Yep, this guy yep. needs to be taught a lesson. But he's he's just thinking about that $100, how much Skywolf 2 he can play with it. So he's just staring off. Yeah. Coming water. He's looking at all the heavenly glory mm-hmm, while mm-hmm. fucking all Parsons is looking at the end of his fist. Yeah. And he starts throwing fucking jabs at just Bruce. Just right, right next to his ear. He's just clipping his hair just a little right. bit. He's like blowing in his ear. He's just oh, doing everything oh, to all annoy. All the bullshit. Wet Willy. Oh, yeah. And that, that's Wet Willy was the last straw. So Bruce turns around. Can I help you? Yeah. How about we fly? What's your style? Show me your style. That's a nice Sean Connery accent. Thank you. And Bruce is like, well, he's like, what's your style? Got a chimney on it to sweep. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, I practice the art of the, the fighting without, without fighting. fighting. Yeah. He's like, that sounds pretty fucked up. How about you show it to me? Well, there's no room on this. Fucking, all, this all these fucking suitcases from Roper. If Roper's suitcase were here, I'd kick the shit out yeah. of you. How about that island over there? We can go on this little boat, little dinghy here. Yeah. 
That sounds alright in me. <laughs> you ever heard of the flight of Concords? They're good. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, that's a good movie, right? <laughs> what about, I live in a hobbit hole. What about Rock Boy? Are you into the the all blacks? And so he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. tell me on the island. So Bruce, so, uh, Parsons is the first to get, of course, he's got to be like, let me in there first. <laughs> and he jumps in the boat, and then Bruce just undoes the thing, and there's like, the boat's dragging behind. Yeah. I like this, though. He hands the rope to the boat. This is the only thing keeping the boat up with uh, the main boat. Hands it to some children. Yes. Kids are the biggest dicks of them all. You well, don't want to do that. This guy's a dick. Fuck him. And I guess apparently when they're filming it, the boat sank. And you can tell because it's yeah. going on. Oh, it takes it takes on so much water immediately. There's no way that boat stayed up for more and than... And this shows you how dumb Parsons is because there's no oars in the fucking boat. So he deserved whatever he got. So we get we get our nice gag, and then we cut to you know just the that beautiful ocean skyline, and then we cut back to and we're uh, kind of coming up to shore now. Yes. So we did we did a time transition, guys. It's a very clever technique they used there, and of course Roper, he's got. I imagine he's got horrible vision, but he's got the eyes for just one thing—a sweet set of legs. He loves the milfs, apparently. Yeah, he gets, he's into the oldest broad on the island. Well, he was looking. He had some gray and everything too. Yeah, still, Come he on. looked beautiful. Come on, but still, yeah, he was like, you know what? I want a sophisticated. I want the bullet of women. I think he's just racist and doesn't want to have sex with Asian women. But so, he, uh, so I want to point out Ta- Tanya. She's like the madam. She run. She's the was it Gislaine, whatever yeah, lady. Gislaine Maxwell. That's her job is yeah. to like get the hose. And I want to point out that she got third billing in this fucking movie. Oh, it's it's because Hollywood racism. She was the next white person in the movie. That's a good point. She's got two lines and she shows her boobs and a little butt. And that's about it. And so we get some cuts of the island. What's going on? We see like it's it's got this cool like rundown castle look up front where it's just like empty squares. I want to point out that this this is. It, it looks like an ancient temple. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's an old tennis uh, like club in reality. No way. And you could tell because they, they were like tennis courts. Yeah. All those things. And speaking of seeing nice cuts, the nicest cut of all oh was God. the abs on fucking Bolo. Who had, was that like liquid latex? Because that shirt was just painted on him. Dude, dude, Bolo is fucking just champ. I, I ordered a shirt like that. I ordered some weird shirts three months ago. They're still not here. Yeah, I've got a lot of yeah, I got a lot of shit that's just sitting in a fucking sorting place somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, so Bola it's like another superstar, another future superstar. I told you, man. Every time I see him, I'm just like, we gotta find more Bolo movies because I fucking th- that man terrified my childhood. I loved him because he was so intimidating. Like I always every time I watch Bloodsport, I knew Van Damme beat him, but I was like, I don't think Van Damme's gonna beat him this time. <laughs> so like Polo, Bolo pats him down Like I said yep. No guns No guns so, like, These people are good We see the tennis courts Where we see like Hundreds of guys Just doing their katas Oh yeah Gotta so, have to you know, katas. He's got his own private army Basically So yep. this is looking Pretty intimidating And so we get the guys Kind of walking up And you know They're surveying the scene Trying to get a lay of the land Figure out where they're at Bruce, calm like water. Roper's definitely trying to get the, a lay of the land. Oh. He's all staring at that chick. Oh, Murray. Tanya. Murray. Tanya's her name. Beautiful. I, I have to imagine Roper retired to Mongo. He would be way into that planet. Whoa, yes. So, he's got a pleasure, Moon. <laughs> he's got a pleasure. That's why I like to think that Sam Jackson didn't die. He just his, his spirit went to a pleasure moon in Mongo. Sam Jackson? Who'd you say? 
Saxon. Oh, John Saxon. John Saxon, excuse me. I, I have idiot brain. Uh, so then we cut to this night, and you know what? You got all these fucking talented karate martial arts masters here. You got to put on a fucking even better show. You got to put on the best show. I mean, Murray, there's a live lobster tank being escorted around right. to people's chairs. So you can just grab yeah. a lobster, rip Red it open. lobster, you have to go to the tank. Yeah. The tank comes to you. The tank comes to you. This is, that, that's a Yakov Smirnoff joke waiting to happen. That really is. And we got fucking live sumo wrestling. Asian gesture, gest, gestures. Court Jugglers, gestures. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Acrobats, juggling. You got bird cages. What was the bird cages? <laughs> I don't know. They like birds. There's just random birds. Everybody cages gets their own fucking robe. Oh, that, the robes are very stylish. Made out of silk. Very stylish. But the thing that really stuck out to me. We have an ear for this tune. This beautiful, the voice of a nightingale. <laughs> I, this woman must have made so much money in these days because she's at every big tournament. She's in every CD. Right. Bar. She's everywhere. Well, you're not anybody until you have this woman sing. Is it Oh, Murray. Wow. That just, oh, that just puts me right in the mood. And from one sexy song to a sexy man, let's let's see what Roper, he's got that, he's got a very nice turtleneck, I believe, on. A lot of turtlenecks. A lot of turtlenecks. He's got that beautiful robe on, and he's got like three women, just gorgeous women, just pawing at him. They're just, they're literally just pawing at him. And he's he's nursing a drink very carefully. He's like, bare, he's still just, thinking about that the bed he lost. He can't even enjoy the women. Yeah. And that's when he glances across the, 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 the sumo circle and sees Bruce there. And Bruce is just just yeah, popping one grape in at a time. I was thinking a what lot. Were there grapes? I thought they were like olives or something. They're really they, big. They were huge. So <laughs> I, was think, like, I was like, are they grapes? Or I just decided to go with grapes because I didn't want to get you know, this whole I, thing. You know what I think they were? They were they're hard-boiled eggs. Hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> He's just popping those. He, they're pickled eggs. He had a jar of pickled eggs right next to him. <laughs> He's just popping them in. Well, you know, you get the protein. You probably get some good bacteria for your belly All with right. the pickling and everything. Right. So maybe and, and he, right. farting, might, farting might help you in, <laughs> in a fight. So. <laughs> might help you. So he's like, hey, I'm getting that $100 back. And Bruce just like rolls his eyes like, whatever. I don't give a Bruce, fuck. Bruce hits him with some shit. Because he's, he's like, I see you nursing that water over there. Are you afraid to drink our water, Mr. Whooper? And he's like, "What? What are you talking about? No!" And he, he's like, "I got my friends calling me over there." So Roper actually does an exit, and he goes over to Will. We cut over to Williams, really. And Williams, we get has, the Temple of Doom scene where it's yeah. all this crazy food, chilled like, monkey brains, yeah. <laughs> centipedes live. And Williams is doing a pretty good job. He's like. Getting ready to pick one out, and then he thinks about it, and then he... Those are, all they were offering were fucking uh, wings. It was chicken wings. Buffalo wings. Yeah. That's all it was. I guess he doesn't, he doesn't have like, the spices too much for him. That might be it. I noticed some cinnamon. He noticed that he's there in China, so there's no ranch. And he's just like, I can't oh. I can't dip my wings in ranch. I don't want them. Yeah. So he's just rejecting everything. He he, he is. And very so- picky eater. Very like somebody we know. Very <laughs> picky eater. And I was I was just waiting for the soul food. They have any soul food line, but it did not come. So there's there's they, other. They, they disappointed me there. Yeah, but uh, I, I like this because they're thinking like the two of them are thinking about why why does Han have us here? Why is he 
treating us so elegantly. These robes are fucking crazy awesome. He's giving, trying to give us all this fatty foods. Like uh, those wings look great, but the ranch, I gotta have the ranch. Well, they had the fucking roast pig and shit. And all yeah, that they shit. had the spit. Right there, and they were just trying. Uh, oh my god! You could just walk up and Brontosaurus rip burgers. They had the fucking ribs that Fred Flintstone's car falls over. I they couldn't had, believe it. It was insane. I can't believe there's brontosauruses on this island. It's, it's like Jurassic Park. I mean, Han shows no limit. You know, right. this is this is the once a year big time. Once every three years. Every three years. Shit. Are you doing your tournament every three years? What's your timeline? If I'm though? fucking having to shell out brontosaurus ribs, you better damn well believe I want. I mean, you got to mature them. Like, you would have to have your own brontosaurus Well, that costs ranch. money, dude. Brontosauruses don't grow on trees. Right. <laughs> so I can't do it every year. I know. I know. I'm trying I mean, to. I ain't I'm, Jeff Bezos. Come I'm on. working with you here. I'm working with you here. But, uh, yeah, they're doing a whole gag about, is he fanning us up to kill us? Is he going to eat us? Is that what this island is? Is this a cannibal island? Lambs you know, to the slaughter. There's plenty of movies already out in 70 about how, you know, you fatten people up, they put them on an island, and this greatest hunt of all time is hunting man. That's what I think. And so then we hear a gong. And then our 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 uh, host arrives, finally, Han, and he's surrounded by these beautiful women. Yeah. And we're like, those must be his concubines. Mm, must be. No. There's bodyguards, Griff. He's a very woke individual. This is 73. Most people go, women can't fight. This guy's like, fuck you. I'm going to have an army of women protecting yeah. me. Yeah. And it, it's very good that he does because he shows them off. Because everyone's like scoffing. Even Parsons. He's like, ah, that's not. <laughs> that women can't fight. What the fuck? <laughs> fly the cone colds. That's great. <laughs> It's like, yes, we've heard of flat. They're, they're fine. They're enjoyable. Shut up. And it's like, what are you, their manager? What the fuck? <laughs> Murray Parsons? And uh, he's got to show off the fucking ladies. So uh, he, he says, target practice. I was very confused about this. Is there another reason for why this happens? Or is it just to show off that his ladies are badasses? It's just to show off his ladies are badasses. Okay. Because, and he hates apples. Oh, yeah. That's got to be it, too. Because Han is grabbing an apple, and then he throws it at one of his participants. And the ladies each have, like, a very a varying dagger. Like, there was three different types of daggers that were used. Because yeah. the one uses, like, an one just had Yeah, one just had a regular dagger, and she throws it. Yeah. And it, Roper, like, catches it. And then one's got an earring one, like, as we saw in Punisher mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And she hits it. And then one looks very familiar. She pulls her palm out, and she's got a little dart in her hand. And she she ain't got COVID. Yeah. She's got some lungs on her because she blows the fucking dart, and it hits an apple, and Bruce catches that one. And that's a little signal because that's Mei Ling. Yeah, we recognize her, and apparently Bruce recognized her too. So, uh, of course, we go back to night. We just, yeah, Han just, Han just came out to show his shit off, and he's like, I got to go. See ya. Yeah, everybody have a leave good time. Leave him wanting more. Yeah, leave him wanting more. Being very mysterious. I think he set out one rule. Don't leave. Don't leave the house. Yes, Just that's the leave. one rule. You can not You can fuck as many women as you want. Yeah. Drugs, We're, fucking food. Yeah, we got everything provided in here. If you step outside, I swear to God... We're going to drown you. We're going to drown you immediately, and, yeah, we're probably going to feed you They've people. been, yes, they've been fairly warned. So we got to go back to the rooms then because, of course, they're they're locked in. <laughs> right. And me and Griff were having a discussion about this. So we're at William's room first, and we're – it's like we're thinking, was this decorated just for Williams because there's a Jimi Hendrix poster on the wall, there's a black power fist, or is this the – 
quote-unquote black room where you put the black fighter because it's very Afrocentric, I'll say. Yeah, let's, yeah that's a good way of saying it. There's, uh, yeah, Doc Ellis poster. A what poster? All. Doc Ellis. It's a famous picture in the 70s. Okay. Is that the one that had did that on acid? Yeah. And, yeah, there's fucking Wu-Tang shit. There's <laughs> foo-boo in the closet. <laughs> They're laying it on thick. Like, he's like, look, I know I'm black, but we're not all the same, motherfucker. But he's like, I got to, it's Fury. I got to chill out. I got the latest fucking John DeHart album on wax. I'm going to listen to that, put my headphones, and listen to a little bit of that sweet, sweet John DeHart. John DeHart. He's in his own world, the world of John DeHart. Yeah. So he's not even noticing that the door opens. Yeah. And Tanya comes in with like five women. This is how it happens every time. Even with headphones on, people just hear the John DeHart in the air. They feel the rhythm in the world somehow and then the earth's pulse. Well, it's, it's, it's so the music's so sensual. It just brings this animal out of you. You're just yeah, like, I got to fuck. All I can think of right now is Pepe Le Pew. He's just, you get right. those, you know, women are floating <laughs> into his room here. They're not even they're not even touching the ground. It's the fucking DeHart pheromones are just coming it, out of those headphones. Exactly. Like their clothes are just peeling off and you know, Madame, uh, I was going to call her Pearl. Um, <laughs> Tanya, she's like, all right, pick anyone you want. Williams, he's got a, he's, what are they, what are they well, he just got, he just took off the headphones listening to John DeHart. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to explode right now. Yeah. <laughs> so you, 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 maybe you, not you, points right at the one girl, I was like, I felt bad for her. And then, and then Tanya's like, all right, whatever. Just... Ladies, I would take you all on, but it's been a very big day for me. Right, he did. He had to say that. He did have to say that. And then next, they go to Roper's room, I think. Or they go to they go to Bruce Lee's room. Yeah, they go to Lee's room. And Lee, he's writing philosophy, poetry. Of course. And they're like, uh, hey, take your pick. He's like, "Don't. I'm saving my chi for later on. I will not partake, but I was very much interested in that woman who threw the darts. Yeah. You know her? The owner of this lonely dart. Could you? Owner of a lonely (laughs) dart. And so she's like, oh, I can do that. Okay. You have very, very good taste. She was was complimenting him for that one. Yeah. You don't even, you don't want my old bag ass? <laughs> and he's like, no, Roper, he's into that stuff. <laughs> so she comes up to Roper. She's like, pick one. Because he's first of all, he's he's rubbing peck jelly in his chest in front of a mirror. Yeah, I thought a Jeff Speakman uh, workout was about to happen here. It looked like that uh, <laughs> yeah. opening scene from Perfect Weapon. And she and she's like, I got the power. Pick one. And he's like, I already have. Oh, that smooth motherfucker. He's trying to charm a fucking madame for a prostitute. But, that, but that's the ultimate thing, Griff. 
anybody can fuck the girls, but he fucked the madam. That is a baller fucking move. He doesn't even. He's not even interested in her. It's that challenge. He's just always up to the challenge. <laughs> he's like, oh, these are the ones that can fuck. I want to fuck you then. Oh, I I like it actually. Yeah, that seems that seems good. Well, he, she probably also has a couple hundred bucks stored into like. Some well, of course, of, he's got debts to pay. So he's gonna yeah. go through her purse while so, she's like sleep. He's gonna fuck the shit out of her. <laughs> she's gonna pass out from all the orgasm orgasms. And yeah, then he's gonna steal from her. Okay, right. this is a great plan. We we got Roper figured out, man. We're really right. good at this. Uh, but we'll go back to Lee now, and of course he's meeting up with Mei Ling. She's uh, walked in, and you know. she has all this info. I know nothing. They keep me <laughs> locked up in this house, but I do know that a lot of people go missing. Yeah, and that's all I know. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> So we go to the next one. And he's morning. like, damn, I should have got one of the girls. Fuck, yeah. it's a waste of time. Yeah, really, come on. But uh, we go to the next morning. Bruce is just training. He's doing the splits. He doesn't do the splits. Why doesn't Bruce do the splits? Just to show you can do them. He's, no. just, he's just air kicking. Yeah, something. no, I said, why doesn't Bruce ever do the splits? Oh, because he's not, a, he's not a, like like Van Damme who's got to show off. Yeah. It's, a, like, it's, it's not about... It's about spirituality with Bruce. Van Damme's all about show. Yeah, yeah. And doing the splits is not spiritual at all. Okay, I get you. Right. Or he just can't do them. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, O'Hara breaks up the morning because he... O'Hara's he, just staring at him. He does that horrible thing where you're knocking as you're opening the door. Hope you're decent. He would have wunk. Wunk? He would have wunk. He would have winked, but his winking guy <laughs> doesn't work anymore. Yeah, his eye doesn't work. Yeah, and Bruce just fuck. It's like Kill Bill, dun 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 dun, dun cause he's just like enraged. This is the first time he's seen O'Hara. Yeah, and he's like, "Get dressed and meet us out here in the, for some training." Mandatory workout, uniform on, door closed. I like that. That was a good retort from Bruce. So they go out there. Everyone's everyone's in their their mandatory uniform, but. Bruce. He's fashionably late, of course. Of course. And of course, fashionably late, we mean that he didn't he didn't wear that mandatory outfit. Fuck that. And well, I don't I don't think the character even had a name, but I love this fuck. We're talking about facials and giving facial expressions. There is this guy, I don't know, he's just in charge of the what you know make sure that everybody's like ready and in place and shit. And he's just like, Sir, he, he, why aren't you in your mandatory, you know, uniform? And Bruce Murray. just fucking gives daggers to his fucking head. He doesn't even say anything. He's like, yeah, good, good. and he takes off. He's uh, Hans's best boy. He makes sure everything works out. I figured out what best boy is on a set, and that's oh, what this guy okay. was. He's short round. Short round. <laughs> and he's like, Dr. Lee. Um, so first fight, our boy Williams and Parsons. <laughs> and Williams is like, I don't give a fuck about Filet of the Concord. Shut up. I'm going to put you in your place. Have you ever, you keep talking about Filet of the Concord. Have you even heard of John DeHart? Probably not. Probably hasn't made that How stupid How the fuck's pilot. that? Ugh. Was he in the whole bit? <laughs> and they're like, no. Okay. Why do you got to fuck? Enough with New Zealand. Yeah, they ate the Kiwi. <laughs> they're fucking rock good, they are. <laughs> and. He's like, I had to kick this motherfucker's ass. And he just fucking, Williams just, is just, just torching his ass. Well, that's going on. Roper, he found a nice nice fat pigeon waiting for him. Oh, my Asian God. Hitler. There's an Asian man with a Hitler mustache and, like, really thick Coke bottle glasses. 
and he's working them. Because, you know, he's just like, there's no way you could beat fucking Parsons. Again, we, we don't get any lines from this guy. We've been talking about the facials, all movie. More great facials. There was a little bit of hand acting going There was on hand too. acting a little bit. They were trying to improve their hand acting game. A lot of emphasis when he was throwing up that two and three. Right. So, Asian Hitler's like, Williams is a chump. He can't beat a fucking Kiwi. Oh, yeah, we can. And Williams just fucking annihilates fucking Parsons. Yeah. Humiliates him. And, like, fucking Roper's like, money! Clapping his hands. Yeah. Makes a little bit of money. It wasn't a lot. So Roper's like, I need a... This guy's got money bags. And uh, Williams, as he's passing by Roper, because they're, like, sitting next to each other, Roper gets called up next. And so he leans into Williams. They are sitting inches away. This is not a COVID-friendly <laughs> tournament <laughs> no. seating, you know? And uh, Asian, they're all, they're all wearing masks though. Yeah, smart. Yeah, Asian Hitler is inches away from them, but still they lean over in the whisper. Maybe he doesn't speak English, but clearly he, he they're friends. Finger. Yes, <laughs> clearly they're friends. But uh, Asian Hitler is not smart. Well, enough to fucking Roper this. hands off some money to Williams. To Williams, right in front of Asian. <laughs> still, this guy is like not. Well, he's dead. He's a real pigeon. So like, he's like he he's is a, a real pigeon. Yeah, and he does wear those Coke bottle glasses, right. so maybe he cannot see <laughs> at all. He just saw I black like what guy. You did there. Yeah, Nazi Asian <laughs> Hitler. There you go. All right, and so he's like. Sometimes we stumble on a good. He's joke. like, he's like, I'm give me eight to three odds. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to make it look good for a while, and then I'm going to fuck this guy up. Oh, my God. And Roper, I bless your heart, because he goes out there. I don't remember who he fought. Was it a, just— It a, was just some generic Asian dude. Just generic guy. And so Roper— Roper's even like, fuck, I'm going to destroy this guy. Yeah. But I'm going to make it look good. Don't worry about it. So he's taking hit after hit after hit. Well, he, he, takes, he takes one hit, and then uh, Williams looks back at Asian uh, Hitler, and Hitler's like, no. Yep. No. And then fucking Roper's like, oh, fuck. All right. And then, then fucking Roper gets beat down again. And then Adrian Hitler's like, huh? 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 Got the two fingers up. Fucking Williams, like, three fingers up. And he's like, no. Not ready yet. Not, not ready. And then fucking Roper's like, oh, what the fuck, man? Because they've done this before. Williams is just fucking with him. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to let me get his ass kicked a little bit. So they stand up uh, to start this, the, the next sparring match whatever i don't know how these things work you're the kung fu guy um and so they get ready and this time the guy he pulls out his four move hurricanrana combo and it's looking beautiful looks Be- very choreographed to me. Uh, exactly because well that's the Roper point was roper's going him. with yeah. it yeah right. he was basically helping him out it's just it's oh it's awful but hey you know what asian hitler he doesn't see through this shit. He's an AEW fan. He's like, oh, man, that was amazing. Still real to me. <laughs> he started chanting out, this is awesome. <laughs> and then and then William's like, I got the, I got, I, I, the fish is on the hook. So he's just like, all right, we'll do this. Well, yeah, the fucking Asian Hitler starts tapping William's shoulder. And he's like, three. <laughs> so William's like, all right. And you know, it's like. Immediately, uh, doesn't he just 
punch him in the balls? Like it's like there's a lot of ball kicking going on in this there fucking is. honorable no. tournament. No man, he's got a whole. He's got a whole. It, it kind of remind me of like the 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 uh, Kill Bill thing where she did the five f- finger death punch. five finger death punch. It kind of reminded me of that. He did like this three move thing and and yeah, then kind of punched right, him in the balls. Yeah, right in the balls. <laughs> and I don't know, man. Maybe it maybe it like imploded a testicle or something. Because <laughs> that know. guy, he went down and he was just like, no, I'm good. Shit, he just grazed the balls. That fucking hurt. So I can imagine <laughs> fucking punching the goddamn That's true. Balls. That's true. So yeah, he takes him out, and then Agent Hitler's like, "Got me again." And yep. Hands over the money. <laughs> so we go back, uh, back up to Roper's room, and he celebrated his victory like any good gentleman would. He's got Tanya walking on his back. Right. He's the got, old. You've Japanese heard, you've heard of massage. having people wrapped around your finger. How about walking on your back? Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's even better. It's Japanese massage. And she's seeing that money, and she's just like, she's working him, he's working her. Oh, yeah. This is where we get kind of a little break before the movie gets serious. So we're getting the butt shots. We're getting tit shots. I think we see a little bit of Tanya's uh, tits here. We see a here. little boob of Tanya, but, yeah, yeah, we get Williams. He's just got finished with five women. They're all fucking exhausted, passed yeah. out in the bed. They do this angle a lot in this movie. I pointed it out later on in the notes. But you have all these people who are, like, behind the camera walking in front of the camera. And so you have all these naked uh, women walking in front of the camera. A lot and, of flat Asian booty going on. Yeah, and then you got Williams, who's like getting up, and he's like putting on some, some his karate gi. Because apparently he needs to get out into that moonlight. He knows training in nature is the only way. Exactly. So he's like, all right, ladies, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step outside for a little bit. You, uh, you powder yourselves up for round two. Nice little wink there. And one of them nonchalantly goes, you can't go outside. Shrugs, combs her hair. It's like, I got to get ready for round two. I'm yeah, and William shrugs himself, puts the fucking throw pick. <laughs> and it's like... The nice fist. He's just like, fuck that. I do what I want. And he just walks out. And then we, uh, as he's walking out, we cut to Lee. This is like the James Bond scene. Yep. He's got, he's got his cat suit on. And he's just sneaking around lurking. You see, they, they pointed out uh, on the uh, commentary that there's a scene, because at this time, uh, American audiences weren't familiar with nunchucks. So there's a guard carrying nunchucks. So he had to, like, bang it against one of those, like, Chinese lion statues to let you know, like, it was a oh, really hard power. kind of thing. Yeah, okay. And fucking Bruce is just, like, sneaking around um and shit. And then he just... He just well, then I I was shocked. There's a fucking cameo from your dog. Like Millie just lunges and attacks fucking Bruce when he walks by. Nice jump scare for us. Bit, yeah. I didn't know your dog was an actor. I didn't know your dog was 50 years old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> explains why she's limping. That explains. Or he says you beat her. And so then he he, he stumbles on it. It's just like a, a arrangement of flower pots. And he notices there's some air coming through. Yeah. He's like, hmm, what is this? I love the nice hidden. It's like <laughs> the worst, like hidden thing. It's just some doors with flower pots on top of. It. There's no lock on it. Yeah, and he just opens up and then looks down. There's all this illegal shit going on down you, there. Yeah, you immediately see it. It's just like piles of. Well, opium. first you just see like they got these barrels, and I'm like, fucking counterfeit peck jelly. Fuck this Han guy. You think they're the ones with the counterfeit? Yes. Peck jelly? Oh shit. And I was so. I was like, oh, man, these guys are some bad hombres. And so Lee starts to rappel down. And, like, he throws it because he's been running around with his little bit of twine. 
It is the smallest rope when it's on his shoulder. It was it was uh, dental floss. And then when he repels, you notice that it turns into a real rope with a bunch of knots on it. Yeah. There's a very interesting magic trick he did there. So he's repelling down, and he, he gets so low, and then he hears some voices, and he's like, oh, shit, I got to get back up. So he starts going back up, and then he, he realizes someone's starting to cut the rope above him. So then he's like, fuck, I need it. He ends up, like, grabbing onto the door or he, something. They don't show. He just does some magic shit. Because the rope gets cut. <laughs> right. And then he pops up right. and kicks out a guard. And then, like, five more guards come but from behind the camera. he takes these guards out so fast they can't even recognize him. And they can't even scream. They can't say anything. No, of course Because not. he gets them right at the jugular, so. Right. And then, as uh, that's going on, we see our uh, Williams is chilling out there, doing some stretches, getting ready for round two with the ladies. And he goes, he says something like a human fly or something, because he sees Bruce, yeah. like, scurrying around. Oh, yeah. He was using his uh, fortune cookie philosophy. He's like, oh, the human fly goes twice a day. That's, a, that's something. Okay. okay. Next morning, Han is pissed. He's like, look, somebody's been sneaking around. I don't want to say it was the black guy, and then he just looks at William. William's not selling it at all. Oh, man. He knows he's innocent. <laughs> he's like, I was just doing some katas in the moonlight. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's like, about. I thought I left the ghetto. Apparently, the ghetto and, doesn't leave you. And he's like, well, I guess no one's going to admit they did it. We're going to take it out on the guards. Well, it wasn't so much that he was looking for someone to admit. It. Well, he would have been happily accepted that. But he was like, my guards prove that they're incredibly incompetent. And you know what we do with incompetent people here at Hans Island? We fucking we make him fight Bolo. Right. So, this is great. I love this fucking scene. Bolo just trashes. He just, he's 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 doing a monster. Uh, he sounds like a monster. Yeah. I mean, we get to see him murder three different people. Yes. They they throw like eighteen guards at him, but he only gets to kill three of them. But. I, I like this. We we see a couple of these in this movie, but we get a big old Ru- Rudy Ray rub out. And, of course, they always lay the camera, like, on the ground, and then they have him, like, jump in the air and stuff. Oh, I love it. Right. And then we had him just do, like, a neck he's breaker. Cur- he's curb stomping people. And, like we were saying, great facials from Bolo. Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever heard the man speak, but cause he doesn't need to. He you, speaks with his, his his facials. You break my record. I break your friend. <laughs> that was probably dubbed. Though. Yeah, it was. And he's just like enjoying it. Just and I love the, weird, the weirdest one. I like, love this the one. babies thing. Like yeah, holds I, the guy, is, is it called the accordion smash? I don't know what the fuck was going on. I called it the Lenny Swaddle because it reminds me of a mice and men when you know the rabbits. Because Bolo is holding this man like a like a baby in his hands, and he's he's just like, oh, you're so adorable and cute, George. I want to I want to love you, and he just. Keeps compressing him until you hear all kinds of... It sounds like an accordion. Yeah. (laughs) And then it drops him, and then Han goes, like what you see, Mr. Williams? Like, all I notice is how sloppy your man is. That's some straight-up Young Bucks shit he was selling. Oh, shit. And then fucking Han's like... He's still playing a little cool. He's not losing that sweet... uh, 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 What's his name? Uh, Nixon hair. Nixon hair. So he's like, all right, let's get this tournament on. I'm not a crook. Lee, your turn to fight. And, oh, my God, guys, this movie is on fast forward or something because who is he getting in the first round? O'Hara. O'Hara. Now, this is the one time where I'm like, okay, 
Lee, sh- uh, Lee shouldn't sell because this is the revenge fight. So oh, yeah. He should just destroy him, which he does. But before he does, they face off. And like O'Hara, he's got his like everyone's got their routine to like, psych out their opponent. So he's got the fucking board in his hand, and he just punches it, and it shatters. And board then uh, Lee goes, board doesn't hit back. Ooh yeah, but I do. And then they set up. They, they so they face off. And they got the backs of their hands touching each other, and then fucking wham! Lee's doing the back to foreshadow. He's remembering. He he right. somehow has the vision of his sister stabbing herself. Yeah, with the somehow glass. no one saw that. Not even the old man who told him the story. Yeah, he's just telling secondhand shit. But uh, bro, we know like they. I mean, really, let me think about it. They could have killed her. Is she going to commit suicide? I think it was the story old man wanted to tell. You think so? How does he know? Right. He know I she mean, killed herself. He's just trying to save face. He's probably like, hey, kill that woman instead. Well, he lost. He lost face. He lost face. So Lee is just toying with this man. Yeah. I, it, this makes sense, though. And the psychology of the movie, this makes perfect sense. Right. No sell the shit out of this one. So he's doing the ba- he does the backhand thing like three times to him just to prove, like, I am so much faster than you. And then finally he starts throwing in some kicks and shit. And uh, our boy O'Hara, our boy, he's getting all <laughs> fucked up. Like, he's got one bad eye already, and now he's got blood and all up in the other eye. he's humiliated on top of it. Yeah. He's like the bad, he was like, he's the top, he's, oh, he's a bobolo. He's, he's the some, top yeah. fucking, like, henchman. So, you know, Han, or O'Hara is, is losing his ass, he's about to lose face, and so he's like, shit, you know what, I see a Sprite bottle over there, glass bottle Sprite. Well, this first one. he was looking for a bag of thumbtacks, but he oh, couldn't was... find it, because he had it underneath the chair and somebody took it or something. Oh, I bet he was looking for that skateboard with the thumbtacks glued on the back. Yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't have that. Yeah. But thankfully, so, uh, this uh, they've said, they pointed this out. These were real bottles because they, like, I guess in Hong Kong they didn't have the fake like candy oh, yeah, glass. They, yeah. So they broke them, and if you you watch the scene where he lunges at him, he actually cuts Bruce Lee's hand. No shit. And so when Bruce kicks him, well, first Bruce does the move where he, he stomps his, his nuts, like he like leaps over Bruce. Bruce gets down and kicks him in the nuts. Huh. And then he like comes at him, and this like apparently Bruce really kicked him in the last kick. Yeah. Because the guy was like, "Don't worry, you can hit me as hard as you want. I'm you ain't gonna knock me down." And Bruce is like, "Oh, really?" Really? So he really unloaded on the dude with the final kick uh-huh. and knocked the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. he, and then does, then he does does he do a Rudy Ray a stomp on this? I'm ninety. No, I don't think he does. I think I, he does. I think he does. Like he leaps in the air and the stomps on his I neck. Thought, or something. I thought. I thought he because they were in the tournament uh, right now. I thought Han was like O'Hara, you've lost face, and O'Hara has him killed. Because I thought, I thought uh, Lee was still trying to play cool at this point. No. Bruce Lee definitely killed O'Hara. All right. There we go. Because he had to get revenge. Okay. And... Oh, yeah. It says right here. Lee is pleased to kill O'Hara. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, that Because he gives the ultimate facial. Like, ah! He's, like, staring off in his face. It's, like, the craziest fucking... Oh, yeah. And he always... Like, Bruce... Again, he's, like, 1% body fat. And we saw it in his left buttocks. So he's whenever he screams, he is like tensed <laughs> up. You see every muscle and in his just, body. He's just looking at all the heavenly glory. He's just mm. like, yeah. And then the, the fucking short round goes up to O'Hara, checks his balls. He's like, does mm, the like, chop noise with the throat? Like he's dead, man. Yeah. He's dead. After all this excitement, Han's like, I gotta, I gotta go. Well, back. Han's pissed now because yeah. he's lost his he's number one man, and he bitched out too. So that yeah. he was just like, you know what? Let's take today, the rest of the day off. I'm gonna go back to my office, but. Williams, 
let's go to my office. So no, I want, he no, he doesn't say that. He sends Tanya to do that. Okay. So Tanya's like, because she's like, she's like, Mr. Williams would like to see you. Because first, Roper's like, you fucking see that shit? You want to fucking talk about that like later? You need to break this shit down. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, sure, yeah. And then Tanya comes in. Oh, Mr. Han okay. wants to see you in his office. So, like, like, so Williams gets up to Han's office. More bird cages scattered about. A couple like weapons as well. You know, there's all kinds of weird shit going on in here. He's, he's just like Williams. I got to tell you, your confidence is amazing. Your hair is great. How do you like the black room? Is it to your? Was it black enough for was you? It black- <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, he's like adequately black. He's like, eh. I, I really appreciate your confidence, but here's here's the thing: you need to prepare for defeat. It's like defeat, brother. Do you see this turtleneck like, sweater? I don't even know what that is. He's got some great one. Like I'm this, looking too damn pretty. I forget some of the lines he has in here, but they're so good. They're well, so the good. best line is then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna have my goons take you out," and he's like, "Man." From a comic book. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then he just fucking destroys all of Han's goons. And then Han's like, I guess I got to take care of this shit. Yeah. And clearly Williams is caught off guard because we saw. Well, what happens is Williams kicks at him and he hits his hand. Hand. Oh, fuck. And he's like, we're like, what's going on? And then we see he's just destroying bird cages everywhere with that fucking hand. Because he's wearing, he's always wearing black gloves. We don't know what's going on with those hands. And then he just starts fucking the shit up of uh, fucking Williams. Yeah, this fight is it's like a cartoon fight. They're tumbling through walls and shit. And was it one, was it one of those like Japanese paper walls or was it a real? Wall? It was a it was one of those paper walls. Okay, because they they end up stumbling into. I don't know how they didn't hear it because they're like listening to loud music and they have like strobe lights and shit and they have the walls like bleached out. Well, you'd and, be amazed how how sound deafening paper is. I, I guess so. But they uh, roll into a opium den where yeah. he's got all these ladies. Yeah, this is where Han keeps his bitches. Yeah. And the director said that these were all real strippers because a real uh, Chinese actress would refuse to play a whore. Really? So they couldn't get one. So these are real strippers that they had to hire. Oh, wow. And they wouldn't paint their face. That's like a big thing with Chinese people. I don't really? know. That's what he said. Yeah, because all the girls in the opium den have like little roses. It's, it's like fucking laughing. They got like the fucking you know like a heart painted on the face. Yeah, they're big fans of Ultimate Warrior apparently. <laughs> and yeah, they're just cracking up as fucking Williams is being murdered in front of them because they're so fucked up on drugs. Yeah. That was a pretty... I mean, that, blood, like, sprays on a chick's face, and he's like, ah, ha, ha, you know. That was a pretty fucking crazy scene. I like And then that. fucking, you, you see Han just pummeling him with his hand, and then he pulls his hand, rips the glove off, and he's got an iron hand. That fucking Nixon hair is finally falling out of shape. Yeah, so, he's looking yeah. like fucking Chairman Mao now. Yeah. And so we're like, holy shit, the man with the iron fist. Ooh. And I always thought he had two, but no, he just has one fucking Just one, hand. just one. The left and, but it's still, when he wears a glove, it, it moves like a real hand. It's crazy. It really does. It's the weirdest thing. Maybe that's his robot hand that he puts on when he's not yeah. fighting. So we have Roper, and he's like, man, I thought me and Williams are going to talk about how fucking crazy Lee is, but I don't know. He's gone. Maybe he's got those. Well, they're trying to again. work out the odds. So like, he's clearly going to win. Yeah. So how can we, like, I, got, I was just talking to Asian Hitler. Yeah. You know, so that's what they're trying to work out. Oh, okay. But uh, instead of seeing Williams, of course, Han wants to have a meeting with him. I don't know if he sent Tanya after him. Do you him. think 
did he always intend to kill Williams, or was Williams the first choice for this the, for the offer that he gets Roper right now? Uh no, no. I think I think Han uh, wanted to kill Roper or right. uh, Williams. Racist motherfucker. I, exactly. So yeah, he has Roper, and he's like, "I got some fucking avenging forest flashbacks." It, it reminded me of the hallway of death that Glastonbury had, except this yep. is very nicer because it's actually a room. Yeah, I think Avenging Force probably stole that from this movie. I think so. I was it, it was the same thing I was thinking. So about. he's got all these weapons from all like Romans and Sparta and all this shit. Roper's playing it cool, you know. He's just listening to him. He's saying like, "Man, my friend Williams has been gone for a while. He's he's probably got six bitches tonight. That's probably it, right? Mm-hmm. Six ladies. Yes. And Han, yeah, Han's just six like six bitches. Mm-hmm. And then he he sees all these hands in a case, like a metal hand, a fucking Wolverine claw hand, a bear claw hand. And then there's just a little skeleton hand, and he's like, "Oh." Where'd you get this one? And I think it's supposed... Is, is that supposed to be Han's hand? Yes, which I didn't get why he would keep his own hand. Or, I, but that's what I like, because they're, they're letting... Now, we'd have an hour of the movie dedicated to how he lost his hand. They're letting us do the work. Yeah. Like, we're like... We all have our own story about how he lost his hand, why he keeps his hand. Yeah. I mean, first question. If you... If he was at a Comic-Con a la John Saxon, the first question you ask him, <laughs> hey, bro, how'd you lose that hand? Exactly. And he'd and be he like... Would, I. You would have slapped me with an iron hand. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and so he's got. And they're, they're really playing up the James Bond shit here because he's got oh, the fucking right. cat like yeah. Blofeld, and he's petting it. It is a long-haired, white, fluffy cat, straight out of fucking Bond movie. And he yeah. just happens to have a guillotine, like like we all do. Like I'm going to have on my island. Okay, smart. and he's just like, "How ruthless are you?" He's like, "Well, I like to think I'm pretty ruthless." You know what? A lot of people say that. But it takes balls to be ruthless. Put your head in that fucking Just, guillotine. Yeah, pop your head in there. And he's like, uh, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, well, how about this? Puts the cat in the fucking guillotine thing. And Roper, he's an animal lover. He say what you will about Roper, but he loves him. He's a, fucking donates to PETA. He does all that shit. Yeah, they got this nice little tent. Always wears fake fur. Nice tense little as uh, hands hand is getting tighter on that rope for the guillotine and he's slowly pulling at it and then Roper's finally like all right all right I blink he pulls the cat out he scr- he scratches its scruff and he says all right you have eight more left little guy like a, like a typical cat it hisses at him he saves fucking life <laughs> asshole cat and then he's like I don't know why that made him think like Roper's cool I think I mean. I would. I can't trust this guy if I'm a ruthless guy. But he's like, you pass the test, pulls that rope, and it's a little elevator. It's well, not a guillotine. I think at it's because he just wanted to see everybody's limits. I don't think he actually passed the test. I think he he is leading Roper on it. Well, there is, yeah, you're right because there is another test coming up. Yeah. in a minute. So it goes down there. He's like, hey man, here's the, here's my counterfeit Peck Jelly Factory. We're doing you name it illegal. We're doing it. Counterfeit money, we got counterfeit it. opium. We're, we're cooking fucking opium in walks. That's I guess that's how you make her- like heroin. That's how you make it. <laughs> the, fuck, the, the director like said, like, we don't know. People told us that's how they do it. We don't fucking know how they make heroin. So we just, <laughs> that was our approximation of it. I There's think... cooking in a walk. One dude's doing fried rice. Another guy's got heroin. <laughs> well, you probably <laughs> sprinkle a little bit of that heroin in that fried rice. A little MSG. They're just, you know. I like, mean, that's the ancient Chinese secret, Murray, right there. Yeah, right. So, I mean, this is great. You're seeing it all. I, they're like, hey, we even have some super secret shit we're working on. We're calling it uh, P2L right now. It's uh, going to hit the is store. Is that like EL7? Uh, no, it's actually, it ended up 
becoming P2P in the 90s. Wow. They're way yeah, out of this time. That's where it started. And he's like, yeah, we, we diversify, man. We, we fucking sell white bitches. We do opium. We do counterfeit peck jelly. But, you know, America, racism, that kind of shit. They, they don't want to deal with an Asian guy. I need a, a pretty beautiful white face. Yeah, look at you. Mike Tanya's been talking about your dong the last three days. She can't stop telling me about how hot your dick is. I think you're my guy. I want you to go to America and sell corruption. That was that was his pitch. Sell corruption <laughs> in America for me. You need to represent us. Yeah. And he, he, he's like turning it over in his head. This sounds like not bad. I mean, I got a lot of debts. I got it. He's... He's kind of Roper's the Han Solo of the movie. Like he's a, he he's at the heart. He's a good guy. That's very confusing. Since Han is the bad guy, <laughs> you're saying he's like Han Solo. And uh, so as they're walking, we just see we see in the background our boy Williams stripped naked, chained up, hanging. Was this supposed to be an acid pit or was it just a regular just water pool? Hey, you want the island, man. You tell me. <laughs> I would have acid. Okay. But I, maybe they were trying to sell it as acid, but it's just a water pit. With spikes been, around it. Though. I thought it was a shark pool. That could have. That would have been great, too. We're talking about bond angles. I mean, either works for we're a bond bonding. angle. We're <laughs> and then he's just like, look, I like what you got going on here, but this is a little too crazy for me. Oh, so I guess you're going to wind up like your friend over there. And he turns on, what? Dun, dun, dun. And Williams is fucking dead, just dangling there. And then they just cut him down. He falls in the water. You're, for all we know, there's a shark gnawing on him as we speak. But Roper's like, fuck this shit. No, I'm out. So this is where we get our tension break because we go back to Lee. And uh, he's back on the prowl. He's in his cat suit. It's nighttime. He's got his rope again. He got a new rope. It's not cut anymore. And uh, he's going, of course, to that secret secret uh, path, which they have not put a lock on since <laughs> yes. they... That, no, because he got a better thing, Griff. They put a cobra, a live <laughs> cobra on it. Oh, my God. But when life gives you cobras, bring a satchel. Because he bring just... a sack. Satchel, sack. I think they're kind of the same, no, aren't this they? Is, this is like a satchel. It's oh, like okay. more of a hard... It's more hard. Okay, okay. Uh... It's real cobra, by the way, and Bruce Lee really did this stunt. No shit, so he grabbed it. I mean, they milked the venom out, obviously. I'm sure, yeah. Still, and he did get bit by it. I'm sure he did. And so, yeah, he he does the fucking uh, Mad Max thing. He's, grabs it, do the fucking crossbow, jumps out. Never seen a man catch a snipe. <laughs> you got reflexes. <laughs> Bruce just cry, chops him in the throat, <laughs> takes him out. What are you talking about? That was fucking Parsons. That was New Zealand <laughs> accent, Murray. <laughs> well, yeah, but this guy's from Australia. Totally different. Totally different, yes. And so he, he's got that rope again with the knots. Yep. So he, he carries back on down into the into the secret um, opium den. But this time he actually gets to the floor, and he's kind of prowling around. He's sneaking behind guards and everything. And he, uh, he happens to turn a corner and find a radio control room. Yeah, he, he, they weren't. They said, we'll be, we'll be listening. So yeah. said, oh, that's where it is. Yeah, there should be a radio control tower there somewhere. We don't know where, but maybe you'll happen to find it. So he, he finds it, and he's got a little path that goes under a window. So he's like, all right, I'll sneak under here. He gets to the door. There's a nice little cobra-sized crack in there. It's like a mouse crack. You know how that perfect Tom and Jerry mouse hole is? Right. It's Perfect cobra Pulls size. The cobra out, paintbrushes it, get it pissed off. Oh, you got to get it pissed off. And then he just lets it loose. The great facial again. He's got this look like, again, like a cartoon where he's like. Yeah. Yeah, he's, just, he's waiting for the cobra to do his, his work. Yep. And these people 
like as a normal person would do. They flip out, throw chairs through the windows, and leap out yeah. the windows. Bruce just saunters in, nonchalantly puts his head, foot on the head of the fucking cobra. Which he really that was really his foot. And that was a real cobra. Yes, and that was really his foot doing it. Shit! I, I at at that point, that close up, I thought that isn't a real snake. No, that was real. Okay. And he's just you know he's just deep 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 to the telegraph. Yep, sending out the SOS. Um, but apparently, throwing gla- uh, a chair through a window triggers alarms in this building. Something does. So the alarm gets triggered. He gets his SOS out. He he climbs out the window. And, you know, there's guards just running at him now. So he's just, right. what time? Well, somebody him? grabs his shirt, tears it like Captain just, Kirk. Yep, just a little bit. And he's like, I got to lose my shirt. Yep. Rips it off. Like we just mentioned, there's fucking uh, counterfeit pack jellies. He just glops a little from this tub that happens to be there. Yep. Doesn't look anywhere near as good as our pack jelly. The shine was very matte. It was very matte finish. It's kind of a darker setting and everything. Our peck jelly would shine through that darkness. Blind you. Yeah, it would blind you. And you he, just, have to fight anybody. he just starts taking out a lot of people, one of them being Jackie Chan. Jackie, what? I don't know where he My is God. in there. I, I swear, I was watching this, and I yeah. was like, I should ask Murray if that was Jack. And then I was yeah. like, he'll, well, that say was... he'll just say I'm racist. <laughs> no, that was Jackie Chan. Wow. But not the one you saw. Okay. <laughs> so I'm still racist. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> okay. And but it, it's great. I lo- I love this fight scenes. It's very close counter, uh, close quarters, so you don't yeah. get like that pull away s- shot of like a bunch of people surrounding him. You right. just get all these people coming from off screen. He's delivering like one blow to them and knocking them aside, and then you know going about his way. Yeah. And then like a dude comes at him with a broomstick. He grabs it from him, and starts fucking people up. Guys come at him with nunchucks. Grabs the nunchucks from him. Does the fucking move. We got to have that scene where he starts fucking whipping them around. Oh, and the sound effects they make for that. There's so, that sound effect is wonderful. There's so many. Oh, I love it. And he's just destroying everybody. And then he runs into a, he thinks is another room. Oh, yeah, but it's yeah. a trap. Yep. Everybody's got to have their trap. Their and, and of room. course, Han has like a little uh, hole above it that he it's pops out. It's a little out. balcony. Yeah, balcony. And so, but I love Bruce because he's like totally zen about it. He's like, all right, he, whatever. He, yeah, he's he just sitting. goes in the lotus position, puts the nunchucks around his neck, and just starts meditating. Yeah, I love it. And Han's like, huh, you're more than you, you appear, Mr. Lee. Lee, he, he no-sells it. He just stares off into space. He's so in we heavenly glory. We cut away here, and you're like, what? Where are we going to pick up? Because shit was real. Williams is dead. Roper uh, is going to be a conspiracy. Question. We something? didn't. We actually glossed over it. But I, there's a scene when he's talking to Roper in the, in the hidden lair. Why do they have a bunch of homeless guys locked up? What are they doing with them? Uh, they're. I think they're doing testing on them. Various testing. But they're doing that on the, the white bitches. They were doing it on the white bitches, too. Why do they need the drunks? Because they just like doing tests <laughs> on everything, man. They're diversifying Come even on. more. We talked about They're looking many... for the cure for COVID, and they're like, we can get around this fucking World Health Organization yeah. thing by... Well, they, come on. They've got a lot. We've already been talking about how many kettles they got burning at the same time here. They got they got the pack jellies, and they got the opiums, and they got the, the they got everything, man. Of course, they have, need a lot of subjects. But uh, yeah, we cut away, and you're like, where, where are we going to pick this movie up? Everything's gone to hell. Right. Lee's right. been caught. Roper, we don't even know what happened to Roper because he just kind of disappeared there after you know we cut over to Lee. Or actually, we're going, assuming he's dead. Yeah, I assumed he was dead. We actually go back to our tournament grounds the next morning. Right. You can't. 
how much time it takes to set up a tournament. You can't just stop it because you're being invaded by, yeah. you know, spies. So they let Lee change back into his normal clothes. It was very nice of him. And Was uh, he? I thought he just still had the, the pants with no shirt. No, I'm pretty sure he had his, his like, normal Bruce Lee outfit on. I don't, I don't on. know about that. But I don't know either. So Well, he's shirtless for later, so I'm going to say you're wrong. And he's... So whatever. He's shirtless, not shirtless. I don't know. But he's standing there, and Han, evil fuck that he is, he's, he's like, I'm going to have both of you guys fight each other. Yeah. And Roper, he's seen how fucking Lee fights. He's like, nope, not going to do it. No, He's a yeah. friend. I'm not going to fight him. He's pretty much my best friend. I'm not going to do it. I'm not yeah. going to give him an edification like you keep telling me to. I don't think that's a word, Mr. Hans. Either and way. he's like, yeah, I speak English. I know that's not a word. <laughs> so and, I, I like this move by Han because he's like, hey, you're not going to fight. You're not going to fight him. You're going to fight my number two guy then. Bolo. Well, number one now. Yeah, number one now. So he Bolo fucking, just he's got a shirt. He just lightly flexes. The shirt flies off into a million pieces. Oh, I love it. That's straight from an anime. That's a, the anime is right. based this on Bolo re, in real life. I like that. Right. And Bolo. And this is, the, this is why I was like... Mr. Saxon, you're not a martial real or martial artist. There's no way in hell he's gonna fuck Bolo's ass. So. I like this because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, Robert, you're out of your league. Go back to the U.S. Hustle some golf or something. You know, make sure you still can. Uh, you know, chip from a hundred yards out or whatever. Bruce gets. He walks forward and Roper blocks him and goes, No, 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 no. I got this guy. Got him. Got him. He, he handles him. Well, no, it's a it's a good back and forth. It Bolo is, yeah. fucking gorilla press slams him. He he does he gets some of his shit in. Yeah, and but of ultimately, yeah, Roper punches him in the balls. He punches him in the that, balls. That's his fucking kung fu move. He threw dirt in his eyes. He fucking <laughs> punched him in the balls. I mean, he stu- and he, apparently, I think it kills fucking Bolo. I don't know what happens with him. His his balls might have exploded. Hey, he must have saw that move that uh, Bruce you know what did. it was. It was he grazed him nuts, and that's that can be the worst, man. Because you don't feel it at first. You're like, I'm okay. He just grazed my nuts, and then you're like, oh, you just vomit. <laughs> you take then, one step forward and like the five finger death punch. Right. <laughs> it's that delayed shit. You know, what? everybody listening is nodding their head, going, "We've been there." <laughs> Everyone is, yeah. Everyone's had their nuts grazed. It's true. And so, yeah, Bolo's fuck, And then everyone's like, uh, while that's going on, Mei Ling is setting loose all those derelicts. Thankfully, I brought up because we'd be like, why are we mentioning these guys? Yeah. And they're pissed off because they've been locked up. They've been away from their heroin. Yeah. And so they're, they just bust out, and it's this fucking mosh pit of just fighting. Fortunately, the derelicts are wearing black uniforms, and the bad guys are wearing white, so we can tell them apart. And they just start fighting. Yeah. It's a big old black versus white in the attorney square here. And, uh, of course, Bruce, you know, he's got one thing on his mind at this point. Bolo's gone. O'Hara's gone. He's got – Hans got no other person. So it's time for big boss time. It's time to fight Hans. So Hans is uh, equipping, like – I, th- I swear this claw – this unique claw had, like, bear fur on it Yeah, or it something. did have fur yeah. on That's why I okay. thought it was a bear – and we're not talking about the donut. It was a real bear claw. Yeah. And, yeah, he's like, I guess I got to fuck some shit up. So he takes off the metal hand, puts on the bear claw, and him and Bruce go at it. I mean, this guy's like literally like 60 years old. He's old, yeah. So it's not really that impressive that Bruce fucks him up. They do some cool shots of him doing, like, you know, some roundhouses, jumping up 14 feet. But it's all, you know, it's all production. 
So he scratches Bruce across the cheek. That's probably the only time Bruce shows any weakness in this movie. <laughs> and he bitches out and just, just runs away. He runs back to his little hall of death that he has in his house. Yeah. Lee gives chase. Roper's like, I got this. Don't worry about it. And they're just, <laughs> so they're, all the guys on the island are just fighting out in the ten- tennis courts while Bruce chases Han to his hallway of death. Yeah, I like this. We go we go back into that nice uh, Glastonbury hallway. We're seeing all the weapons again, and you know they're having a nice little skirmish. He's getting Bruce gets clawed a couple more times. No, Han loses his claw because he clanks it into it like a piece wood. of wood, and then so he's got he's got his spare claw hand. Yeah, and I love he's like he's first of all he's got, I got a key. He's trying to get it open. It's like fuck, and he just breaks it, and then he grabs his Wolverine claw hand. I like and this, puts yeah. it on. And then Bruce catches up to him, yep. and then they start going at it again. He gets a couple claws across his cheeks. I think those were the first ones. He gets, he gets one across his stomach, too. He gets one across his stomach, and then... Uh, so we're, we're fighting in just the weapon room, going back and forth. Glass of, glass of berry. Hans eventually picks up a spear. Right, because he's outclassed. He's like, I'm not going to beat this guy. Yeah, and so he thrusts it uh, at Lee, misses, but pierces a door... You're like, oh, that's interesting. It pierces a wall, for all we know. It just goes yeah. through the wall. Yeah, I shouldn't have said Doherty's dead. Fuck <laughs> yeah. that up. Fuck that up. And then he's like, holy fuck. And then he, he goes, like, acts like he's going to fight Bruce. And then he just fucking turns tails and runs. And like you said, this wall becomes a door. It's like a revolving door. And it's got mirrors on the other side. Hmm. Hmm. We've only been alluding to this a lot lately. There's been yeah. a lot of <laughs> rooms of mirrors. We've done... A hundred, I think, fifteen episodes. I think at least half of them have had a hall of mirrors. In yeah, them. at least. And this was the granddaddy of them all. This was the first to do it. Yeah. And Bruce chases him in there. I did, I never got. Unless it's a maze, how do you get lost in a fucking room of mirrors? Every time I see this movie, like the first time I saw it, my memory of this mirror room was like, it's so fucking impressive. It's so crazy. I get it. Every time after that, I'm like, it's the most. It's like a living room. It's a giant <laughs> open room with mirrors along the walls. I, I and there's and there's like uh there's like vases set up everywhere. There's there's shit everywhere. There's a piano with a head on it. O'Hara's head. That was interesting. Everything's going. It's like this is not a confusing room at all. No. Like it's very well, easy no to no out. hall of mirrors would be confusing unless it was like a maze, like like at a funhouse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And but he's it's working because he's scratching Bruce a couple more times. Yep. And then Bruce, he just has that flashback callback from the beginning of this episode. Oh yeah, he yeah. Just hears the voice of his master. Destroy the image, and you will break the enemy. And of course, he was being metaphorical. Bruce takes it literally, of course. <laughs> yeah, but it works out because he just starts smashing mirrors, and then he, I guess, he, he finds. I don't know. And it looks cool as shit. On I get why they did it. Yeah, cinematically it looks. You cool. You can use the camera to make it look way cooler. Yeah. But yeah, so but he it works. And he, lands, he, he lands like a huge kick, which throws. I mean, again, he super Han, kicks him. Han is sixty plus years old. Right. He's feather light. So all this force it throws him because they love to do that, where right. they get thrown in the air forty five feet. But it just so happens that that spear he thrusts through the wall. It's just it, he gets stuck on it like a shish kebab, right? And then he just starts rotating yeah, we get through that the door. Tonight. That was nice. I like that scene. It was he good touch. Spinning around, yeah. And then Bruce is like, "Oh, I guess I did it." Well, that's going on. Finally, cavalry finally appears. Like you know, the British, 
as always, British daily to dollar short. Daily show dollar up. Short, yeah. And fucking Roper, he's just chilling. And it's calming down. Like the the black uniform guys who are. Ba- we have an army of fucking hobos beat the shit out of an army that's been training every fucking day. Yeah. That says a lot about uh, O'Hara's training. It really does. And he's looking and he's like, he sees fucking Tanya dead and he's like, God damn, I can't even get laid one last time. I wonder where she keeps her money. Like he's mainly thinking, like, I'm going to go to, where's her room again? He's like searching her body and shit, taking mm. the cleavage, pulls out some dollars. <laughs> Bruce shows up. They look at each other. They give the thumbs up to each other. And then the end. No fucking Hobbit five hour epilogue, just the end. <laughs> and no question mark like last week, the end. It's just over. It's just over. Oh, man, Griff, that was, that was a roller coaster ride of emotions. Yeah. We've been flying high for like two months. It's an amazing movie after amazing movie after we, amazing we've done, movie. We have done a lot of fun movies. Well, we got to put an end to that. Oh, I need to geez. tap back into my dark side again. <laughs> and Well, you know what? You know, I don't know, forget I said that because we're going to do an experiment next week. We're going to figure out if it's possible that the coolness of Steve James can negate the vile disgustingness of old Jiggle Jowls himself, <laughs> Robert Ginty. That's right, people. We're doing Exterminator 1. We've already done two because we just do whatever the fuck we want on this show. We're going to figure out, can it happen? Spoiler, it, no, no. Not even the awesomeness of Steve James can stop the grossness of Ginty. But we're going to have fun kicking Ginty in his, his uh, now-deceased balls. <laughs> so... It can't all be great. So we're doing that next week, Exterminator 2, and keep it warm. Exterminator 1. Exterminator, well, yeah, Exterminator, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to call, first of all, I'm going to let everyone know, I'm going to say Executioner every time next week anyway, because Exterminator is just a fucking bad name. Bad and name. it's good because there's a joke in there that is kind of like that. I like it. So, Ginty, fuck you. Steve James, yay. Keep it warm.